0: Welcome back to Open to Truth, a podcast all about exploring big ideas and discovering truth together. My name's Clint. Hey, I'm Tony. Welcome back. Uh, today will be a little bit of a tough one. I'm afraid I'll put my foot in my mouth a oh, few times, okay. but... What's new? I, I want to talk about the some themes re- related to justice. Okay. It's no secret that the term social justice mm-hmm. has been on the forefront for a while now. Uh, certainly, there are many voices saying a lot about this. A lot of podcasts you could listen to. It's all over the news. I don't mean for this to be the end-all, be-all. The last word on, on justice by by any means at all. Okay. You know? um, but just some things I've been thinking about that I'd like to talk with you about. Sure. See what you think. Yeah. Great. Have a conversation. Okay. And, and see where it goes. Um, my worry, I guess, that's motivating this is yeah, just, I guess a bit of unclarity regarding the surrounding terms mm-hmm. and the philosophical underpinnings thereof, okay. how, how, when we read the word justice or equality or equity or fairness that just, I mean, just even take a moment right now of self-reflection, what conceptual baggage or framework do I bring to the table when I use any of those words, mm-hmm. I mean, the language really means something here. Uh, and well,
1: and certainly those words aren't all synonymous, but for, I guess for some folks they might be.
0: I think sometimes they are concaten- Justice,
1: fairness, equality, mm-hmm. equity. Those all seem like, I mean, we have different words for different reasons. Those mm-hmm. seem like different things to me. Um, I mean, I can think my my understanding of justice has changed over the years even just from thinking through the sort of theological lens of I used to think justice was primarily retributive for a long time, Mm -hmm. sort of tit for tat. Uh, When you do something wrong, you should suffer to the same degree, you know, that you made someone else suffer or whatever that happens to be. And only in the last few years have I started to be more open to a like rehabilitative or restorative type of justice that seeks the good of the perpetrator as well as the victim. Mm -hmm. So I see how even the word like justice alone can, that word can mean different things to different people, which is why oftentimes in theological conversations, I will find that although me and somebody else are using the same word, we're using it in a very different way. Mm -hmm. And that's why we're not agreeing or seeing eye to eye. I think maybe this is
0: helpful. One place to start would be to wonder just about, let's, let's scale it back 30,000 foot view, just about morality at all. And why would you think to begin with that justice is a worthwhile concept to take seriously or that, like, why are we even saying it rather than, uh, good and bad and right and wrong? Like, mm-hmm. wh- why, why? Why does justice rear its head? Like what makes it unique
1: mm-hmm. as opposed to just good and bad?
0: I guess so, yeah.
1: it's a good question. When I think about justice... Okay, here's something, maybe. If we're trying to discover truth together. When I think about justice, I think about you got two people involved, at least two people involved. And it's not clear to me that when i talk about good and evil i need two parties okay so i can think about good and evil even if i'm the only person on the planet um or or, well can you say more about? well even if we've talked about natural evils before so Uh, you know for me to stub my toe even if i'm the only person on the planet it's like that's all things considered that's Mm. a bad thing is it it unjust well no that doesn't feel like the right word for it it's just it's, we wish that didn't happen. That's bad. It's not good. But with justice, it really does seem like. Uh, hmm.
0: So, are you saying perhaps, uh, and mm. not that you have to like forever say, just yeah, yeah. as we're saying, yep. that justice is a inherently social term to begin with?
1: It's uh Well, yes, I do want to say that. Just as I sit here. I can't think of a time when it's useful to use that word outside of talking about persons Mm -hmm. and or more than one of them. Well, and it's super interesting um,
0: as a, like even just the language of it, using the term as a noun or perhaps as an adjective. And then even within that, how it's being deployed in sentences. So it can be used as an adjective to refer to a state of affairs or like the just society Mm. or a just man.
2: Mm -hmm. What
0: does that mean? But then there's this noun justice. Mm. And what's that? Is that a, a, is that like a state that is achieved if we do certain things and then, uh, justice has been satisfied that you've heard that we say that justice has been or, um, justice has been served. That's a noun. It's mm. not an adjective. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's some, you know, how... It's... Like shalom is a noun. Okay.
1: Right? Yeah. S- similar kind of thing.
0: Yeah. I'm just, yeah. That's funny.
1: Yeah. Uh, it is a noun.
0: And it's a thing that can be arrived at or
1: not. Like a state. Mm-hmm.
0: And so, okay. and so you might even ask then further if it, let's just run with this. So mm-hmm. let's say justice is a state that can be arrived at or departed from. Uh, is justice the status quo until some poor decisions are made or something doesn't go right and then it becomes unjust? Yeah. Or are we, have we just always kind of been an, an injustice mm. or injustice and then we're always striving toward justice? This is just an example, like so far, ho- hopefully so far, just in the f- the first few minutes here. All of this is happening underneath the surface of when you read a Coca-Cola ad about achieving social justice. Like, right. Wait a minute, dude. What do we even mean by any of this stuff? Mm-hmm. So hopefully that you'd want to listen to the
1: rest here as we unpack it. But. <laughs> I can't help but think about this almost in terms of sort of theological terms you've Hmm. got was it martin luther king who said the moral arc of the universe is long but it bends towards justice this idea which is that's yeah that's a nice thing to say i think the uh, the idea there is maybe it isn't that different from shalom which is kind of why i brought that up that you just asked what was status quo in the beginning at least on the christian story in the beginning was shalom in the beginning was wholeness um goodness like, this is known, what's called as the justice as right order view. Great. He's, yeah. see, he sees where I'm going. He has a name for it. Yes. That. The rightly ordered cosmos. Is that what justice is? I think that's how I think about
0: it. Okay. But then see, you've, but okay. What's wrong with that's that? Fine, it's fine. <laughs> it is fine. <laughs> but is it? But it just needs to be teased out more of like, it didn't, ha- it didn't suddenly help me to be like, oh, okay. It means rightly ordered. Because now I'm... It's just can kicking? Yeah. Now I need to find out what it means to be rightly ordered. Okay. Well, let's... Okay. And there... I mean... Okay, yeah. Let's try.
1: You brought up some other terms. Equity. Equality. So you might be tempted to fairness. run with... Uh,
0: it's fair. At the very least, uh, ordered society is fair. Which sounds nice on paper. And we're no, taught, no Before we even get to... Okay. Too soon. Society... Uh, you
1: said ordered cosmos a second ago. I just ago. went
0: to society because you had mentioned you feel like it might be a social term. Yeah, I guess. I guess. With,
1: amongst people. I'm just, I wanted to see if, if we're saying a rightly ordered cosmos, if there's just cosmos, should I expect a rightly ordered cosmos to be fair? Does fairness tie with persons the same way justice does? Mm-hmm. That's what I'm trying to work yeah. out. Yeah. Because I could imagine, like when I watch this show alone, people spend hours building a shelter. Mm-hmm. and then oh, or the catching fish or whatever and then a wolf stole my, well that's different because there's maybe an agent there, let's say uh, I built a shelter and then the wind blew it down that doesn't feel fair, something about that I can imagine there being a sense in me if I was that person of the amount of work I put into this has not produced the outcome it ought to have and something about that feels unfair, even though there's no other persons involved does that mean the cosmos isn't rightly ordered? Well, unfair or can you distinguish that between unlucky
0: or unfortunate? Yeah. um, And I think the fairness thing almost has to include others.
1: And and in this case, maybe it's a personification of the universe at large. Like, I put in all this work, I did this thing and you blow over my shelter. You're kind of projecting Uh onto the universe unfair treatment or something Mm. when it's actually indifferent. Or, um, fair.
0: How about another word? Do undo. Undo. Um, I was was owed something based on what I had done, Mm -hmm. and I was not met with what I was owed. Mm -hmm. So I didn't get what it was due. That was it wasn't fair because you failed to meet the claim right that I have against you. I have a claim against you, universe. Yeah. For certain goods, if I am, if I work in a certain way. Yeah now okay but i mean in some sense to me like it's a it's a social it's a bit preposterous yeah the notion of a i don't know maybe maybe i'm totally off but of a a, a non-personal universe or cosmos having any
1: yeah no that's right feelings that's toward, right yeah the only reason we went down that yeah tangent was me trying to work out if fairness is social the same way justice mm-hmm. is but yeah they, it seems to be yeah
0: and of course, that whole that story assumes there are these quid pro quo type of activities where if I do this, then I'll be rewarded in this yeah. way. And yeah, yeah. It seems like it doesn't always turn out that way. So, yeah. Does that necessarily mean injustice or just
1: is it w- unfortunate or a malady? Yeah. So, in the social world, in terms of mm-hmm. fairness, it does seem like there's. There's plenty of situations where things are legitimately unfair,
0: right? Yeah. So here's a dude. Here's a funny example. There's this thing called the Schwitz in in Cleveland. It's a, like a Jewish Russian bathhouse, men only. You get naked. You yep. go in a big steam room. It's like 200 degrees. It's awesome. You go in a cool, cold pool. You eat steak and drink and smoke cigars. You call it a day. All right. It's a good time if you're into that. <laughs> if you're into that, you're like, you might wonder why do you have to be naked. You just, I have, you just have to you, you i wonder it. every time so but what's what really gets me i think it's hysterical you go up to pay mm. and the guy in front of you could have gotten the exact same things like i did the schwitz i got the, st- the extra large steak and whatever mm-hmm. same thing as you and you might end up paying 50 dollars more than that guy
1: really It yep. just charges you more that's right and you don't know why no reason given
0: Uh, He might not have liked how you looked at him, Um, (laughs) or maybe uh, you don't come as often. You're a new guest,
1: and there's no prices on anything before you. No,
0: No, there's no menu. No, so he'll just say, "Okay, 160 dollars." Okay, 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 eighty, and you did the same thing. You're like, "Hey," but and then don't say it because you'll end up paying more. Yeah, he'll be okay now. It's 180. (laughs) <laughs> so uh just here as an example at first blush that almost that seems unfair mm. like i received the same services as that guy mm-hmm. why i should have to pay the same amount
1: yes how does that strike you i agree it strikes me as unfair okay but now Give, I want... it would strike me as more unfair if there were menus and prices published everywhere mm. you know and then you were getting charged more this seems like the rules of the transaction uh, hidden from sight the whole time. So yeah,
0: and I wonder, on like, if other examples we try to give about things that are unfair actually have this as well. Mm. So one unspoken part of the deal in the Schwitz example is one of the um, one of the inputs to what the price will be is what does the cashier think of you now you may not like that yeah and in which case maybe you don't return to the Schwitz in the future or you may if you now that you know about that you may not go mm-hmm. at all but is that really unfair i mean that's one of the things and i want i you pay more now the rubric is what ha- what i happen to think and i don't like you as much the difference
1: I- there is though the way most businesses work is not that way so (laughs) yeah customers are primed to have the experience of equal service and payment across the board and then this business happens to be the one exception with a bunch of hidden rules that aren't publicized Mm -hmm. anywhere and he doesn't like the way i look and okay he's within it it's his business he can charge whatever he wants Mm -hmm. i wish i had known up front i do feel a little bit duped yeah yeah. i feel unfairly treated yeah yeah. so
0: do you have another case that you can think of a a paradigmatically unfair situation.
1: The one that comes to mind, actually, I guess it's fairly similar, is uh, actually the, the parable of the talents. Mm. Oh, the, no, the, the laborers. Um, these dudes the, who come and work in the Bible. Yeah. So he's hiring laborers, and he goes out at like 9 a.m., gets a guy who works all day, gets a guy at like noon who works through the rest of the day, gets a guy at like 4 o'clock, you know, an hour before the shift is done and he pays them all the same amount and that
0: is i mean i haven't done the study on how the original audience would have taken that i'm guessing it'd be at least somewhat similar to me i feel outraged yeah i don't like that it if seems you're the
1: guy who got hired at nine you're really annoyed you have worked all day for the exact same seven more guy hours for than hour. this other dude and he's making as much as me now what's interesting about that story is the dude who got hired at nine i don't know if he knew what he was going to be getting paid for the day Hmm. but he presumably agreed to it at nine yes and it's only the generosity of this the master later on that offends him so there's a whole sermon in there about being offended by generosity but that was is that situation unfair they're getting paid at different rates that yeah, seems unfair wildly different yeah, yeah. that seems unfair
2: hmm.
0: um for no reason but it's similar to Schmitz. yeah but for no reason then the master the owner of it His
1: that wants will. yeah yeah presumably one guy's not like way more qualified or like has yeah. way more experience um if i got hired to do the same job as somebody else uh and we both had the same experience but they got paid more than me, mm-hmm. That I would find that to be unfair. That would bother me. How about um,
0: growing up in a broken home versus someone who did not? It was unfair that I had this lot in life.
1: That doesn't immediately scream unfair to me. That screams unfortunate, but not wow.
0: unfair. And just for a moment, can we sneak in just the word justice again? Is it unjust that I grew up in a broken home?
1: Well, going back to the rightly ordered cosmos thing, I do want to say in the grand sense it is unjust that mm-hmm. any of that's taken place, that relationships have fallen apart or whatever. Gotcha. Okay. Um but not the 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 justice doesn't the injustice isn't in the fact that you experienced a broken home and I didn't. That's mm-hmm. not where I find that.
0: Now, so so I'm not very tempted at all these days to like Rely on fairness as a helpful concept,
1: what about as you manage your family with your kids and how you raise them? Surely they outcry when things are unfair
0: uh, sure, let me think about that um, yes so or at least or at the very least to be really careful in how the uh complaint of unfair is being used when you might be misapplying or misunderstanding what the standard is for equal treatment. Can you give an example? Yeah. Yep. So we've talked, we did a whole episode on the show, the good place, mm-hmm. but it's kind of like uh caricaturing slash investigating what different versions of the afterlife look like. Okay. Mm-hmm. And there's this character called the judge, I think. Yeah. And she gives the four protagonists uh, an opportunity to enter into heaven or the good place, so to speak you have to pass a test. Okay, but for each person had a wildly different test that uh so Cheedy who struggled with uh making decisions simply had to pick a sweater to attend the ceremony or something. That was his great or challenge. One, or like a hat or something. Yeah, yeah. Um the kind of ditzy sports guy had to like not pick the jaguars in a game of Madden mm-hmm. or something. Yeah. I forget what the other two were, but um Oh, um, the one like... She had to not go in any doors where people were talking about her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Super interesting and clever. But were the tests all fair? I mean, they were not the same. Different tests. I think we have to make room for that in our vision of fairness, that it may not be the same. But there was something the same. There might be elements that are not the same. But at the higher level... There was sameness when it came to the motivation or the idea behind it, which was uh, overcome that which is most difficult for you. Mm -hmm. Okay, now everyone was being judged by that standard, but it looked different. Because people are different. And how it played out. So just, yeah, it's just a word of caution to be careful by saying things are unfair. Just because they look different. When you might not be looking at the right order of analysis.
1: Okay. I'm on board with you there.
0: Which I think speaks to the uh, both of our cases that we gave, the parable of the workers in the vineyard Mm -hmm. uh, and my more crass one of the Schwitz. In both cases, there's an individual who does have this standard of um, by my will Mm -hmm. and operates according to that. And on that rubric, however uh, spinning weather veiny it is, that's...
1: Yeah. I feel like there's problems there though. Like it wasn't principled. Mm, yes, or if you go up any um if you go up any level of abstraction enough, you can find somebody whose will it is for it to be that way. Like that just seems like a cop-out fallback. You could arrange your family in such a way that your kids were being treated very differently, but then when they complain to you say, "Well, actually, you're all being treated by the standard of how does dad feel about you?" And I don't feel good about you right now or whatever, you know, Mm -hmm. I am being fair. I'm treating you all the same way. And maybe that's where that, maybe that is my suggestion. Then maybe that's the
0: terminus of that word. And maybe we need a new word now to talk about the outrage of it. Maybe that is justice. Maybe you could be fair and unjust at the same time. Wow. Is that possible? And I don't want it to just be like we're, it's a debate over what words mean. Yeah. But I think we are getting to, I mean, but we use these words a lot and it'd be nice to know what we did mean by them. Mm-hmm. And it communicates something yeah. or, and particularly what's pernicious is then, so justice means fairness means equality means equity. This is, that's the train of thought that is permeating the culture that I think is pernicious.
1: Yeah, definitely justice and fairness can't be the same thing. Because I could imagine, Maybe this is a really dumb thing to say. Yeah, try it. I can imagine a really cruel prison warden who treats all of his prisoners fairly in that he beats all of them. Exactly. Eight times a day. Yes. Exactly the same amount. But the fact that he's doing that it's all unjust. is unjust, right? Mm. Okay.
0: That's great. That was a great example. Hold Not on. dumb.
1: Hooray. <laughs> yeah. So, those two words can't be used synonymously. It's possible for th- things mm-hmm. to be fair, even to be equitable, um, or, or to be equal, but unjust. At least there's one example where they can be. Everyone's being equally tortured.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, that's great. Is that helpful progress? I don't know.
0: That is good. Okay. So maybe we can... Where to go from here? I was tempted to now talk about social justice or different ways that the term justice gets manifested in our common discussions. hmm Maybe we're not ready for that yet. Um, maybe we can talk about distinguishing justice as right order versus another kind of justice. Maybe... Um, I mean, where I, where I come from, there's a lot of talk about rights and duties that when you've when you've been unjust, you have violated somebody's rights. Are those concepts related at all to you? Or of justice and rights? Mhm. For instance, uh just maybe picking back on that example of the warden, what makes it unjust? What made you say that?
1: Uh well, but not they just are bad. all yeah uh, a bad thing. The justice system has already sentenced them to prison. That is their punishment. The beatings are not part of your job description and are uh, over and above what you've been hired here to do, which is keep the prisoners in their cells. So to beat them seems really like incoldful. what's the
0: um what is the truth maker mm. or uh, um. Yeah. What's making that wrong or making it unjust or, and are those different?
1: See, I don't know how to answer other than it. I'm, I'm appeared to that way.
2: Wow. Okay.
1: Um,
0: I mean, so the, the one way to go could be, it's, it's unjust because it violates a right. When everyone's rights are respected, then you have justice.
1: Yeah, but uh, for some reason the the language of rights makes me nervous. Oh, um, it's probably worth exploring with my therapist or something. <laughs> you don't think anyone has a right to anything? Listen, I, you can't put me in the hot seat like that. I don't know. I'm just I'm flagging some caution as I yeah, head yeah. into rights territory. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we have as many rights as we like to think we do.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Let's start with the typical three from our land here of. Um, The right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness or property, depending Mm -hmm. on the version.
1: Listen, I want those things for everybody. Do you, Tony, have a right to life? That's not clear. It's not clear to me that I do. Wow. Well, where would I look to find that? How do I know that I do? I didn't, like, I didn't... The whole thing from the get-go has been a gift to me. Didn't ask for consciousness, didn't ask for life, didn't ask for a body. It's all been given and it could all be taken in what sense is it am i owed it in what sense do i have a right to keep it that's where i'm having trouble and that's not to say i as i think about other people mm-hmm. I, I i want everybody to experience life liberty pursuit of happiness yes i do want to protect that too i want to i see there's problems if i say people don't have a right to life that leads to huge problems but as i in what
0: way that's important let's think about that because you just employed a, just, you know, a helpful diagnostic tool of reductio ad absurdum. Yeah. Uh, if you've assumed the opposite, mm-hmm. and that
1: leads to something contradictory or... Because then I'm wondering what stops wanton killing. Uh, they, they do seem tied to me in some way. What? The, the justice and rights. Okay. seem tied to me. I'm just not sure about which rights exist. Mm-hmm. And is there one? I don't know how I would find out. Is
0: there some other right that is more obvious to handle than the life one that we could talk about? Or is that a good test case? To me, I almost Uh, think that that if I don't have that one, the whole thing is meaningless. I think
1: I have the right to direct my attention wherever I want. Oh. Something that only I get to control seems like, that's something I should have a right to. Something very internal, no matter what may happen to my body or my circumstances. And what do you mean when you say that I have a
0: right to it? What Can you say more about what when you're saying the word right?
1: No. Okay. I don't think I can. Mm-hmm. I'm struggling just even to know where I would look. What would I look at to ground any of my rights? What can I point to and say, there it is, my right. Uh How do you... Yeah. How do you back up the claim you have any rights? Yeah. Other than it's, just like, oh, no, we take that on brute. Everyone has a right to life. We just have all agreed that. Mm-hmm. Is that the answer?
0: No, I don't think so. I mean, maybe like a really in the wolf social contract person. Mm. But,
2: well.
1: I don't know. Maybe I'm being unnecessarily cautious here. But I think typically it has spawned out of some kind of theism. Right. An Imago Dei
0: type. The type of thing that you are warrants a certain kind of treatment. And that is a brute. The type of thing that you are warrants a certain kind of treatment. And virtue of the type of thing that you are, you know, a conscious agent with uh, goals and a future. You have the, you have a claim right against everyone else to not take your life. So a claim right would be... Uh, you demand that a certain good be maintained or even bestowed upon you you make a claim on others for that
2: mm-hmm.
0: there's a debate about whether everyone else has a correlative duty but let's just say yes for now because that's easy, easiest to understand or so for every claim right there is there's a crowd of duty on my part to not take your life mm-hmm. and this is one way of talking about the basic building blocks of morality right, is duties and rights, mm-hmm. which is like the deontologist view versus consequence uh, and forward-looking morality where all I'm trying to do is maximize the good and minimize the bad and looking down the corridor of time.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember this discussion from mm-hmm. the Mountain
0: Road episode. Yep. And so I think it's coming up again here and – We would say you have a right to life. And by that, it's a claim, right, of the good of maintaining the um, continuation of your physical life going on against everyone else. Like everyone else has to respect that good.
1: Look, I don't want to derail us too far. Yeah. But I do recall in that conversation you saying that you lean more towards the consequentialist view because. All the other views end up being that anyway so when you say you have a right to life and nobody to kill you because it mm. will be good for you to continue you end up then pointing to a a consequence um i'm wondering how does the consequentialist think about rights mm. are they do they factor in at all are they still or is the only one who acknowledges rights? The deontologist. There's something called a.
0: There's a difference between act and rule. Utilitarians or consequentialists, and this is probably getting us too far afield. But mm. a rule utilitarian would be more would be more favorable toward rights talk, because we adopt certain ethical principles because of their u- utility, okay. rather than looking at individual actions for their utility. Mm. Uh, and and so, in which case, a rule about Respect people's right to life Mm -hmm. um, would be justified on consequentialist grounds, where you should want a society that has these rights rather than uh, appealing to the type of things that people are.
1: And then, yeah, yes, I think so. Somewhat helpful. That is helpful, actually. Okay. Um. So, in that view, the rights become something we sort of all agree to maintain. It's, but it's not. But just, it goes beyond
0: just um, like we all got together and agreed upon it in a kind of subjective, arbitrary way. That's what I'm wondering. It's not that. It's, not it's that. saying uh, literally the world would be will be better by these objective measures, based on like the consequences that'll come from having a society that has rights, that believes in rights, that or that I mean, I guess so, and plays it out and upholds them and defends them so that's very that's a very different justification than saying like you are made in the image of God and you are just owed certain courtesies yes based on that type of thing you are Mm -hmm.
1: yeah it is different
0: it could have turned out on the consequentialist view for it not to be that way to respect rights Mm -hmm. but it it just happened not to you know
2: yeah yeah
1: and so
0: we'll respect them just different justifications for it
1: okay um i'm sorry man no 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 like i really derailed us but i'm trying to genuinely learn here and i didn't didn't expect to balk so much at your question about rights Mm -hmm. i didn't expect that to be a stumbling block for me it's
0: certainly a debate about to what uh which rights you actually have if you do have them Mm -hmm. i mean the three in the it's the declaration of independence uh, are a pretty good starting place yeah the right to life the right to liberty to uh to live your life in the absence of government coercion Mm -hmm. and the right to pursue happiness as you see it
1: as long as of course you aren't violating the the other two two. yeah that's my head immediately went to serial killer okay Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) okay so that gets really interesting then and this i mean that's fine it's a conversation that's okay if there's rabbit trails So a lot of times you'll hear... I mean, a big talking point is uh, a right to health care. Yeah. That's interesting. Let's talk about it. So why think that anyone has a right
1: to health care? Well, that... My gut says it's tied to this right to life thing. Uh... You have a claim right for someone to not take your
0: life. But now this is different in that it's a claim right against... Other people's resources, to um, make sure that your life lasts longer.
1: That's a little bit different. It is different. Do um do rights and responsibilities always go hand in hand? Your right is someone else's responsibility. Sorry, that's what I was saying a moment
0: ago. I yep. think it'd be too complicated to oh. try to tease out. Okay. That n- no, but maybe. I mean, maybe we can go there. I'm just thinking. If not someone specific, like Paul, okay, you know, but it's to
1: the populace, because I can imagine say I'm very wealthy mm-hmm. and I'm walking down the street and I see someone who has had uh their arm cut off and it's bleeding, okay. and they need <laughs> wow. immediate medical attention, but they can't afford it. I feel like in that situation, I would feel a moral obligation to help this person. Okay. To use some of my resources, whatever they happen to be, to get this person That's great. help to prolong their life. Okay. Great. That's a responsibility that I I want to say, an ethical mm-hmm. obligation I would feel in that moment. Could it be that the people who say everyone should have a right to healthcare, isn't, isn't there some analogy to be drawn there between like, there are people suffering who don't have the means to prolong their lives through receiving medical care. There are others who would be able to help these people get the medical care. Do they have a responsibility to help this person? Prolong You're right. Their I mean, you know what is, I'm
0: saying? I do, and that's an important point. Maybe I shouldn't have uh, tried to nudge it away too quickly. Let's say this. I think, I could be totally wrong, but I think any one engaging in ethics at all is going to acknowledge that there are moral responsibilities yeah i mean i hope so i don't really know what the whole project is without that i mean mm-hmm. I, I get that there are moral nihilists and think that all the categories are wonky but just that you would be that you ought to do things mm-hmm. is the subject matter of ethics yeah so so you just brought up when you did that you brought up a feeling like you had a moral ought. Mm -hmm. Okay. At that point, you're not committed to any particular theory of what accounts for that ought or what makes it the case that you really ought to. Yeah. It could be to produce more good in the world. It's good when people don't have blood squirting out of an open wound. Mm -hmm. That's more of like a consequentialist view, right? Yep. So what you're saying is does something about that feeling, that urge of responsibility commend the rights view in any way right
1: does it indicate that there is a right there i don't think so Mm. no
0: it could maybe the rights view is true and that's what undergirds your responsibility what's making you feel that way is that in fact when people are in this grave of danger they have a claim right against you for your resources to help
1: Mm. i wonder so i i mean and if that's true for one person bleeding out on the street, why isn't it true for everyone who needs medical attention? Mm-hmm.
0: Well, sorry to cut it short right there. Uh, this is, what turns out, this is going to be a long one. It's going to be a two-part episode. So be sure to tune in next week uh, for part two of this episode on justice. Uh, if you like to...
1: <laughs> <laughs> You're doing so good, man. <laughs> You're doing great.
0: If you like to read about ideas, that's cool too. You can subscribe to our blog at opentotruth.com slash subscribe or slash blog. A pretty cool way to share this with your friends mm-hmm. instead of just saying, here's an hour-long episode. Yeah, no, no,
1: no. Here's a three-minute blog. Yeah, sneak them. Sneak them with the blog. Yep. yeah. Uh, if you've got something to contribute, a question, uh, by all means, leave a comment on this video. We'll respond to that or reach out to us through email and we'll see you for uh, the second half of this discussion next week. Stay curious. <laughs> back.